0: Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear My Affirmation is a revolutionary clothing brand that I created. The new way to wear clothing. To me, the clothing you wear represents your own personal style and character. My Affirmation is a line where inside every legging is an affirmation to remind you of how amazing you truly are. You will love the new seamless collection, the I Am Collection, featuring four affirmations that personally represent my journey. I am beautiful. I am enough. I am relentless. I am undeniable. I want to spread my message that we are all capable. Affirm within yourself. Use the code bikini diaries for 10% off your next purchase.
1: Welcome back to the Bikini Diaries
0: podcast. I just wanted to mention that the Bikini Diaries podcast is going on tour and our first stop was the Ruby Championship competition this weekend. However, last week we did a surprise drop-off at the Hurricane Bay Championship, which was a pro-am show. It was amazing. I got to connect with so many of you guys and I was so excited to be a part of Tim Gardner's extravaganza it was wonderful to be there and the show just lit a fire in my hiney so who knows maybe i will step on stage sooner than i think Well, anyways, I just wanted to say that you guys are amazing. I love all of your support, and I'm really looking forward to doing many more of these shows and sponsoring more events. So let's get into the podcast. Today is amazing. So amazing for you guys because we are going to talk all about macros, yes, how to count them, what's the best way to start, um, where should you begin, and just kind of tips and hacks on how to really conquer the macro game. I feel like we haven't had a macro talk in a little while, so this is going to be a little treat for you guys. The woman I'm going to introduce to you today is someone who is very dear to my heart when I first started competing, I looked up to her so much in how she presented herself, how she encouraged flexible dieting. And the story of how she became a pro is such a precious one. So we're really gonna dive into tactics on how she decided to do what she did in order to finally obtain that pro win. So if you are someone who's after that pro card win and you just want a different strategy on how to obtain it, or you are sick of following a boring, structured meal plan, and you want a little bit more insight on how to do more of a flexible approach, or you just want to be freaking inspired, then you're definitely going to want to stick around for this episode. So without further ado, I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you IFBB Bikini Professional Beth Hall.
1: Hi Beth, how are you? I'm so good. How are you doing?
0: Good. I'm so excited to have you on. This is so nice to just be here with you, talking to you, and just, like, finally to have you on. I've been waiting.
1: I am so excited. I feel like this is just so long overdue, so I'm just really excited. Awesome, girl.
0: Well, let's go ahead and get started. We are going to start with the bikini hack. It's just going to be a series of quick questions to get to know you a little bit better. So tell us, where are you from?
1: So I am from a small town in Anderson, South Carolina. So I'm a Southern girl.
0: Nice. And do you still live there? I do. Yes. Awesome. And how old are you?
1: I am 33 years young.
0: <laughs> I love how you asked <laughs> that at the end. Yeah, I had to,
1: I had to add that in there. So <laughs> I don't feel 33. I feel feel a lot younger, but um, 30, it's just a number. So
0: what do you do for a living?
1: Well, I actually worked at a dentist office for years, like since 2008, I worked at a dentist office. Um, and up until about three weeks ago, that's you know what I did. And then I coached um, through Boss Bodies part time for the past two years or so. Um, and the past three weeks now, I am a full time coach with Boss Bodies. Ah! And I know, I'm so excited. It's been like, it's been amazing. I knew it would be. And I just, I'm just so happy. Like I love my job.
0: <laughs> that is so exciting. Oh my it goodness. Really,
1: it really is. And I loved my job at the dentist office. Like I loved who I worked for. He was an awesome doctor. I love the girls I worked with, but you know, this, this is my passion. You know, coaching girls is just what I, what I thrive and I just love doing it. How so. many,
0: how many years have you been competing? So
1: I've been competing since 2013 that was when I did my first show.
0: Wow. Not a lot of people can say that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely involved a lot since 2013 for sure. But I had an amazing experience. My first show, I actually, you know, won first place and then I won the overall, um, which is what lit my fire. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm good at this because honestly, going into my first show, I told my husband, I was like, I don't know that I'll be able to step on stage. Like, cause I'm a pretty shy person. Um, so like I, I did a prep and my prep was really quick. It was, um, I only prepped for about five weeks. Um, so that was like, and, but it was a very bro approach. Um, you know, chicken, vegetables, rice, almonds, I couldn't have peanut butter. Um, so I like, I leaned out pretty quickly. So five weeks of like a full prep. And then I got on stage and I was like, I mean, it just came to me and I, I loved it. I fell in love with it. It's very addicting.
0: (laughs) When and where did you get your pro card?
1: So I got my pro card. I actually, you know, when I, I said I competed in 2013, but, um when I got the overall, I was like, okay, what's next? I want to go pro. Like that's, that was my goal immediately. And I didn't know, even know what that was. I didn't know what like national level was. I just knew that my coach was a pro and I was like, okay, I, Brittany Tacey was my, my first pro, my first coach. And I told her, I was like, I want to go pro. And so it actually took me four but I finally did go pro um in Miami Nationals in 2016.
0: Yes and I remember because I was there and we were (laughs) there.
1: I know it was such a fun show and I was so glad like Casey was there you were there Carolyn was there I mean it was it just meant the world to me to be able to celebrate afterwards with you guys like it was amazing. Oh yeah I I, I still
0: remember like the dessert we ate too.
1: Oh, my God. I know. it's <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Because we had sushi and then we went to a separate place for dessert.
0: Yeah, time. we did. So we had the sushi. Then we went. I forget the name of the place. I think it was like the Asian place. It was like an Asian place. It wasn't like a normal like dessert
1: place. It was. It was like a P.F. Chang's kind of place. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Got, I think me and you both got two desserts, actually. <laughs> we did, and we shared it, I remember. Yes, that was amazing. That was, like, one of my favorite memories ever. Yeah.
0: Well, clearly, because we still remember it. <laughs> exactly.
1: We remember the dessert.
0: <laughs> so, girl, tell us a quote, your favorite quote that keeps you going.
1: Um. So I don't really have, like, a favorite quote. Um. I do have, like, a saying that I kind of live by – Um. <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way. And that's just kind of, you know, what just keeps me going. I feel like if I want something bad enough, I will get it. I just have to work hard for it. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely.
0: So name one quality about yourself that makes you a really strong athlete.
1: Hmm. Okay. Good quality. I would say perseverance. Um, you know, never giving up. I mean, if I want something, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to push, I'm going to do what it takes to get it. Um, and I guess determination. Yeah. I just kind of very strong. I'm a very strong athlete. I feel like. (laughs) And what keeps you motivated? So, uh, motivation for me, I feel like, you know, motivation comes and goes, obviously. Um, it's just more about like dedication Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I'm just dedicated to this lifestyle, um, whether I'm competing or not, like I'm in the gym five to six days a week, I'm busting my butt. I'm, you know, I have my staple foods. I eat clean for the, you know, 80% of the time, of course, like in off season, I am having my cheat meals and stuff, but like, I live this lifestyle and it's just, I mean, it's more dedication than motivate than motivation for me. Definitely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes it just has to be, you know, Because like you said, like motivation comes and goes. So you just have to be like, once you dedicate yourself to something, you just kind of have to do it, you know? Right, right.
1: Exactly. And I don't make my gym time like an option for me. It's like therapy. It's just like brushing my teeth. Like, oh my God, I was going to say that. Yeah. I told someone that the other day. (laughs) Yeah. It's literally, it's part of my routine. Like I, and it's been part of my routine. Like I started lifting in 2010, um, so about three years ago or three years before I competed, I was actually lifting weights and stuff and I just fell in love. And ever since two, you know, 2010 ish, like it's just been a lifestyle. I mean, I truly just love it. It's therapy. It's my routine. It, it just like, it just makes life better. I mean, you're healthy, you feel good and endorphins, you know?
0: (laughs) So let's go a, a little deeper. What is your, why, why do you compete?
1: Um, Okay. So like I told you earlier, I just kind of fell in love with the stage, um, in 2013 with my first show. I don't know if it was just like winning the overall, I don't know, is maybe the first thing that like, I felt like super good at, like, I was just like, wow, like I can do this. I mean, it's part of my lifestyle already. I already go to the, to the gym every day. Like I, it's just my lifestyle. And I just, I just love the challenge to be honest. Like I love to be better than I was yesterday. Like I just constantly want to have that self-improvement. Yeah. And I I just love pushing myself. It's just just the the mental strength and then the physical strength. It's just a lot of fun for me.
0: Definitely. So bring us back. What was your greatest bikini moment?
1: Oh, so my greatest bikini moment for sure was when I got my pro card um, because I did have to fight so hard for it. It wasn't something that came easy to me. Um, I competed, you know, uh, three times in 2013, and then twice in 2014. Um, And then I want to say three times in 15. So I actually in 2015, like I was like, I don't know that this is for me anymore. I don't know if I can, if I can, if I have what it takes to go pro in 2015, because I was placing, you know, I got a fifth place, um, placement at junior USA's in 2015. Um, but then I would get like a seventh at Chicago. And so like for me, it was just like, I don't know if this is, you know, if I have what it takes. Um, and then in 2000, you know, 16, at the end of 2015, Casey reached out to me and she was like, you know, you're amazing. I you have so much potential. I just think there's some things we can tweak. And so, you know, just, I decided to compete again. I decided to compete in 16, which I wasn't sure that I was going to compete again. Um, and that was like life-changing because that's when it all kind of, you know, clicked everything. I was getting top five at all the national shows. I actually believed in myself. I was like, you know what? I'm going pro. Like, I don't care what it takes. I'm going pro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. It's so funny. Cause you mentioned like getting fifth place at a certain show and then getting seventh place after that. And I actually remember that. Because literally, like, I was, you know, I told you this right before we started. I'm like, girl, this is going to be so much fun talking to you because it's like, I knew you before you knew me. And that was a long time ago. Like, you were one of the people that motivated me, you know, when I first started, Mm -hmm. you know, competing. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, when I was a (laughs) youngin'. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know, I know. We were
1: all babies back then. Yeah, and I
0: was just like, "Oh my god, I love Beth and her approach and everything." And I just can't wait to like dive more into like how you do things and how you prep because there's just so much about you that's so amazing.
1: Oh, thank you. You are so sweet. So yeah, definitely my biggest moment was getting my pro card because I did fight so hard for it, and I'm so glad you were there. <laughs> there were like so- team and Casey. I love Casey. You know, <laughs> we all love Casey. Yes.
0: So we're coming to the last question of the Bikini Hack. If you could pick one, what would be your absolute favorite? Prepping, stage day, or post-show treats?
1: Okay, so this is a hard one for me because honestly, like my first thought is going to be the prepping, you know, prepping, because that's what you do the majority of the time you have a, you know, your 12 week prep or however long you prep for it. Um, and you're seeing your body change and it's like, you're pushing your body to your max and, you know, saying no to dessert. And it's just like that to me, I love that grind. I love to wake up and see myself, you know, a little bit more shredded every day, but I also do love, um, show day because it's just like, it's just so fun, like getting together with all the girls and, you know, you get your makeup, your hair done and everything. But I would say mainly it's going to be, you know, prepping because that's just like my lifestyle. That's just my life. (laughs) There, Beth, you kind of
0: told us a little bit about how you like got started. Like you said, you started uh, working out like three years before you actually started prepping. What made you want to compete?
1: Okay. So I started, um, I actually worked with, um, I worked at a dentist office at the time. Um, and a girl I worked with was, uh, we have a YMCA that was literally like right across the street from the dentist office that I worked at. So she was like, you know, I'm going to start going to the gym on my lunch break. Do you want to come? And I hadn't worked out, you know, I'd only done, um, cardio. And so she was like, I have this plan that I want to follow. I just kind of want to lift a, you know, 30 minutes of weight. So, you know, we can do it on a lunch break. So I was like, okay, awesome. Let's do that. So I started doing it on my lunch break, um, at my job and we would just go over to the YMCA, get a 30, 45 minute, um, workout with weights. And I had never trained with weights before. Um, and it was absolutely amazing to watch my body transform. Like in 30 days, I was like, Whoa, I have like a bicep and like, what is this quad? (laughs) Like I literally saw my body transform. And that's when it was like, I love this, like this, I love this. I love being able to like mold and like, bodybuild. Like it changed my body. It was, it was amazing. And so like I did that for three years on my lunch break, I would go on my lunch break with my friend and we would, um, you know, lift weights and everything. And you know, I didn't diet or anything. There was no diet change. It was just strictly lifting weights. And I actually stumbled across Jamie Eason, Eason, um, on bodybuilding.com and she had some kind of challenge. This was, um, probably in 2012. So she had, like, some challenge where, like, eat clean and transform your body with these workouts. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. And I had a friend. I had a best friend, actually, that told me. She was like, there's no way you can eat clean. There's no way you can you can do that. So Jamie Eason was actually the reason I wanted to compete because I saw one of her stage shots. And I was like, that's beautiful. Like, she is she is strong. She is gorgeous. And I want to do that. So I followed her plan. And my friend actually told me, she was like, you love Cheez-Its and chocolate milk too much. There's no way you can eat clean and do this plan. <laughs> I kid you not. Like, her, those were her words. Because that's what I did. I mean, I love Cheez-Its. I love chocolate milk. I never dieted ever. And so, like, it was just like, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Like, especially because you said I can't. You know what I mean? You know, when someone challenges you. So I was like, okay, I'm doing it. And so for 12 weeks, I literally didn't touch anything unclean. It was just whole foods. I made protein uh, protein bars like from scratch, like her recipe, Jamie Eason's recipes. And I ate clean and I lost a lot of weight. And I was like, I saw my abs and I was like, whoa, what? I have abs? <laughs> oh my God, that is so cool. Yeah, it was really, it was life-changing. I would say that was the life-changing moment when, I just realized like, I want to take my body to the next level. Like I want to get on stage. I want to, you know, push myself. And so that's like, and then, you know, in 2013, um, January, actually, I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to do a competition. And I had no idea how to do a competition. I really didn't even, I've never even, my first competition I ever saw was the one I competed in. So like, I didn't check out shows. Like I probably should have, like, you know, most people these days, they're going to go to a show before they compete, but no, not me. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to do one. So I found one in May around my, um, you know, town. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. So I actually prepped myself for about five or six weeks. Um, I was dieting. I was eating clean. Um, like I learned with Jamie Eason. Um, so I was eating clean and I just didn't know the poses. Like I remember putting just black heels on just right, you know, regular going out heels and just, you know, prancing in front of the mirror. And I was like, okay, I might need help. (laughs) So I actually reached out to, um, somebody that I looked up to Brittany Tacey. She was a pro in, um, you know, 2013, she was a top placing pro, um, and so I reached out to her and she coached people and I was like, you know what, I'd love to have you coach me. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So I was five weeks out when I hired my coach and, um, you know, she, my calories were pretty good. I actually looked back at, back at them recently. Um, I think I was around 12, 1300 calories is what my meal plan was. Now I follow, um, flexible dieting. So it's a little bit different for me now, but back then it was a meal plan. It was a structured meal plan. So I had egg whites, I had oats, I had, almonds. I couldn't eat peanut butter. Naima, I could not eat peanut butter. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> when I look back now, I'm like, holy crap, how did I do it? But I did it. I didn't like, I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything. And in five weeks, I saw the most amazing changes in my physique and everybody, and I guess that's when my Instagram kind of off. Like, cause I was posting for myself mainly just to hold me accountable. I was like, okay, I'm five weeks out. Okay. I'm four weeks out. Okay. I'm, I'm three weeks out. And people were like, holy crap, you're you look amazing. And, like, you know, I could see my body transform. Like, I sometimes will even scroll back in my Instagram to look at that because it was just so it was just like amazing for me to watch my body change and to follow it. Cause like I di- I'm a foodie. I love to eat. And my best friend kn- knew me. She knew I loved to eat. And so for me to follow this regimen and diet, like with chicken and rice and small servings at that, you know, I had like 10 almonds, I believe. Um,
0: oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I ate a lot of protein. That was back when you would eat like 180 grams of protein. Like I was eating like a man um, with the protein. <laughs> But like it worked, and I got on stage and I, I like I said, I won the overall and I was um, I was shredded. I, I was very shredded, but I was tiny. I think I was about 113 pounds. Oh wow, on stage. Yeah. and so right now I compete at like 117 or so. So you can imagine, you know 113, I was teeny tiny, I had no glutes. Yeah, and you're like five six, right? I'm five five. Oh, yep. Oh five five. okay. but still, I mean, yeah, so to be that tiny, but I was shredded. It was fun. Um, it was a lot of fun for sure. And after my first show, um, like I knew immediately I wanted to go pro. Like I told Brittany, my coach, I was like, I want to go pro. I want to be like you. Cause she was the IFBB pro. And I was like, you know, what's my next step. And I actually talked to the promoter at my first show and he was like, Beth, I think you need to go to junior USA's. And it was three weeks later after my first show. And I was like, okay. It was in Charleston. So it's a two and a half, three hour drive, three hour drive, um, from my home. So I was like, yeah, I'll go to junior USA's. And Naima, honestly, I, when I got there, I looked around and I was like, Holy crap. What, it, what did I get myself into? Because like, <laughs> those girls were such on a different level. Paige Hathaway, you know, Paige Hathaway, she was yeah, my cl- she was in my class and she was in my, you know, right. I stood on stage with Paige Hathaway and she's a lot fuller and bigger. And I just felt like a little baby. I did. I felt like a baby and I was like, um, why am I here? And so I knew at that point after my first national show, I was like, okay, it's time to grow. Like I want this and I'm going to take an off season and I'm going to do it.
0: Awesome. And then, so you just like took that off season and then you came back.
1: I did. Yep. I actually, so I did junior USA's in 2013. Um, I placed 13th, so I did I did get a placement. It's not like I was in last call-outs or anything. Um, but looking back, like, I had no glutes. Um, my shoulders, I've always had good shoulders, so my shoulders look good. My abs were on point. But, like, I, my back shot, I lost it in my back shot. But, um, so I did get 13th place. Um, and then I did, a, I did a regional show maybe four weeks after that one, um, and I did get first place, of course, you know, um, just being a regional show and then i took an off season i took about 3 months off and then i decided i wanted to do miami nationals um in 13 again and i got thir- 13th place again i believe and um yeah so like i said i've comp- i competed for four years before i won my my pro card so i did a lot of national shows but it was a lot of fun to to kind of transition from um the, the strict meal plan to macros because back in 2013, you know, there wasn't people didn't really do macros, there wasn't a flexible dieting approach. It was a meal plan, like you had your almonds, you had your chicken, you had your rice, and like that's just what I knew. And so, I started, I guess, I followed Bio Lane, you know, um,
0: yeah, Lane Norton,
1: Lane Norton. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I was yes. gonna ask
0: you, how did you start counting macros? Yes.
1: Were that so? I, I, yeah, I found him. And I was like, okay, this is a game changer. So I actually talked to my same coach, Brittany Tacey, and I was like, you know what, I want to do macros. And so we did do macros going into nationals that November of 13. Um, I was a little fuller than, you know, previous, my first show was shredded. But I also, I didn't even say this part, but I had a hard time post show after those two first shows, the um, winning my overall and then going into junior uh, USA's, um, because I was on that meal plan. So I did struggle post-show. I um, actually gained weight pretty quickly. Um, I want to say I put, like, 20 pounds on in, like, a month. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I was – I was hungry, like, you know, going from like a strict meal plan. And so I was like, okay, well I have some time before, you know, nationals. So I kind of, you know, ate what I wanted. I ate till I was full. I never binge ate. I never had like an eating disorder with, which a lot of girls I know do. I just ate till I was full and I have a big appetite. So like I put on weight pretty quickly because my body was used to, you know, that meal plan and that structure and lower calories. And so, Um, but I do feel like that helped me because when I went back on stage, I was, I was fuller. Like I had more muscle, you know what I mean? But, and then, but anyways, going, i just went on a tangent there, but I did, did switch over to, um, if it fits your macros in that transitional period into, um, the nationals. So ever since, um, the end of 2013, I was actually strictly, um, If it fits your macros, which really helped me a lot because it it helped me balance um, and I didn't have that strict um, the strict meal plan where I felt like I was so deprived that I had to like go crazy post show. So after, you know, competing in nationals, um, in Miami or it was Fort Lauderdale at the time in 2013, um, coming off of that post show, I didn't have an issue at all because I was following macros.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting that you were able to kind of switch and then it helped you post show.
1: Oh, it helped me so much (laughs) post show because, you know, for me, like I need to have like I don't know I just need to have a treat daily like I needed peanut butter and I didn't have it like my first couple shows Peanut butter in my diet and it just kind of it just made it a lot easier mentally
0: for me so many of us want to use this method you know um I talk to girls all the time obviously you know (laughs) oh yeah they're always you know they're unfamiliar with macros or they want to try macros what would you say is like the best way to start macros
1: So I feel like with macros, like if you're coming from like a strict meal plan, which was what I did, um, you kind of have the structure, you're eating chicken or a lean fish or whatever, and then you're having a carb source. um, And then you know, your vegetables. So you kind of have that, you have your staple foods, I should say. So for me transitioning from like a meal plan to macros. I still had my staple foods. I still had my egg whites. I literally eat egg whites every day of my life and I love it. I love egg whites. Um so I have my egg whites and then instead of like the traditional oatmeal like that I would do in my meal plan before, like I can just fit something else in like um maybe Ezekiel bread or a bagel for example, like depending on my carb count. But like you just I feel like you just stick with your staple foods and then have a treat here and there. Like that's what I feel like for my girls personally, I just tell them like you have your staple foods, you have your healthy foods, you want to keep it at an 80 20 approach. I feel like 80% whole food, 20% um, like fun stuff. So like you have your staple foods of like, you know, blueberries, you have your, your fruits, your vegetables, your lean meats, your sweet potatoes, but then you can have like, if you want to have some halo top at the end of the night, or you want to have like Ben and Jerry's, like they have a lighter ice cream, by the way, Ben and Jerry's does. And so like, you can just fit that in or if you want to have pancakes or whatever, I just feel like for newer people starting out, you just kind of plan the day before it just makes it a little bit easier to plan the day before. But um, I do think it's more um, sustainable. And it's just less like depriving. And it's less of a diet, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely.
0: So what are some tools that someone can use to kind of learn macros? Because I know, like, Obviously, you know, if you don't know how to do the calculations or if you don't have a coach, like what are some tools that people can use?
1: Yeah, definitely the MyFitnessPal. I think everybody kind of uses or knows about the MyFitnessPal. I think that's the best app to to use. And I suggest like for myself personally, I love breakfast. So I go ahead and enter my breakfast in no matter what you know, the rest of my day. Like I know I want to have a bagel. I won't know. I want to have some egg whites. So I'll enter that in. And then my dinner is always going to be like a a protein, a veggie source and like a healthy carb, like a, like a sweet potato or something. So I guess I would just say to plan ahead, to just go ahead and know the food that you want. So if you have a sweet tooth, know that you want like a protein bar, go ahead and enter it in for the day. Or if you want like the uh, caramel rice cake and nuts and more peanut butter or whatever kind of peanut butter you want like go ahead and enter that in for that night that way you're like satisfied you're going to bed with like a little treat but then you're still on track with your nutrition your nutritional foods as well
0: okay so like for instance you know if I didn't know like what my macros were maybe I could go into my fitness pal and type in you know how much I weigh my goal weight all that stuff and it would probably give me my macros or would I like go online
1: Honestly, I, I feel like I don't like my fitness pal, how they give you the macros because they will usually give you low protein, like 60 grams or something. And like, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. I feel like that's when you need to hire a coach to be honest. Um, just because you need to be eating the right amount of proteins and carbs and fats. And I feel like my fitness pal kind of doesn't, they, they don't really look at an athlete for example, it's just like everyday people like not you know what I mean. So they're going to give you like 60 grams of protein when really like an athlete like us, we need to have at least 120 grams or, you know, depending on our body weight, but we need to have a good amount of protein.
0: Okay, so like if we wanted to start counting macros, we'd seek a coach, have our coach like calculator macros and then exactly. my fitness pal to kind of figure it out. And yes, like, exactly. I kind of liked what you said about like how you kind of structure things like you put like, what you like, know you want to eat first and then kind of like put your staples in around everything else to kind of fit your macros that's a really good approach
1: yeah I love that approach because for me like I said like I just have to be satisfied even if I'm in prep or if I'm not in prep I want to go to bed satisfied so I will make sure I have something whether it's like a half a pint of halo top or like a rice or caramel rice cake and peanut butter or some chocolate or whatever, but I'll go, I'll go ahead and put that in my fitness pal. And then I know my breakfast as well. I want to have a good solid breakfast. Um, so like I'll go ahead and enter my, um, my breakfast, which would be a bagel. And then I work around for that. So for lunch, it might be a little bit lower carb if I do a bagel for breakfast. Um, and then my dinner, you know, I like, a the, lean protein and then a frozen vegetable. Usually I'm, I'm pretty like, I was really busy because like, you know, I worked at, I worked full time and then I also had clients and then I have a family as well. So like I, I'm, I do quick meals. Like I do frozen vegetables. I take like a pound of extra lean ground beef and I'll, you know, fry that up and that'll be four meals. And then I'll have the frozen vegetables and I'll have my sweet potato available. But Um, Yeah, so I just pre enter everything. And I always make sure I have a a treat every day just to keep me on plan.
0: Yeah. So what are some cons? Because I hear like a lot of pros about macros, eating a lot of things that you want and, Mm -hmm. you know, fitting everything in. What are some cons to this kind of approach?
1: Um, I guess the cons, and not for me necessarily, but for others, is they think, Oh, well I can have Pop Tarts and Pizza or I can, you know, fit whatever I want in and it's really not like that. Um, I feel like it's I mean, for me personally personally, I still like have my whole healthy foods and I have my fiber intake that I hit. Um and but I will have, like I said, the treat every I'll have my treat every day, but it's still healthy, healthy foods, especially in prep. Like I feel like in prep, my, if you look at my fitness pal, it's going to be veggies for volume. It's going to be shredded lettuce. It's going to be shredded uh, cabbage. It's going to be lean proteins. It's going to be guacamole or, you know, healthy fats and, um, peanut butter and rice cakes. It's just like all your, your staple foods are going to be in there, but I will have the one treat or whatever. But I do feel like a con for macros is, um, that people do think, oh, I can have pop tarts or I can have the, I can have pizza. And that's fine in the off season. I feel like when your macros are higher, like I'll have a pop tart, you know, pre or post workout, like when my macros are higher, but when I'm in prep, like I would much rather have, you know, 200 calories of like rice cakes and peanut butter versus, um, like a pop tart. You know what I mean? Like it's something more filling.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I'm kind of interested um, into like kind of like how you met Casey. I mean, I know you kind of mentioned that she reached out to you. You guys started working together. But what made you stay with her?
1: Okay, so it was actually pretty crazy. Um, so in 2015, I got my best placement at a national show. I was it was Junior USA's. I got fifth place, and that was ironically my worst package that I had ever brought. I uh, was a little fuller. I felt. Fat, honestly, on the stage, but I got fifth place, and I was like, "Dang, like I can't believe that I got fifth place, honestly." And so, you know, and then I went to another. Went, I went to junior nationals afterwards, and then I got seventh place. I was a little bit more lean at that show, um, and I was just like, you know what? I just, I honestly think I just need a break because I had competed 2013. 2014 and then that was 15. So 3 years of competing. Um I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a little break. And um, I did because junior, you know, junior nationals is in June, so I took a, you know, from June all the way until March off. And Casey reached out to me in dis- November, December, and she was like, "Beth, you know, I see you on the circuit. You're doing well. You're placing top ten. You're you got a top five placement." She's like, "I think that um you're you're just missing the small things," is what she told me. So we hopped on a phone call, and she was like, "You know." She told me about myself. She was like, You place fifth here, you place seventh here. Um, I and she was like, the judges liked your look here. Um, I think your posing was off here. And she I, she just like really impressed me, to be honest. I was like, dang, she she knows me. Like she knew me. She knew my placement. She knew what I had done, what suit I had worn. And so I was like, you know what, Casey? I definitely will take you up on this. I talked to my husband and I was like, you know what? I think I might decide I might compete again. And he was like, yeah, he's always so supportive. I love him to death. But, um, so he was like, yeah, definitely go for it. And, you know, so Casey, um, was like, let's do it. Let's 2016. That's what we're going to do. So she, she wanted to work with me in an off season. Um, but I, I'm very, um, when I'm in prep, I'm in prep, but when I'm in off season, I enjoy my life. I like to go out to eat. I like to live with like, just kind of live it up a little bit with my family, like still balanced. I'm still eating healthy, you know, um, but I will have one or two cheat meals a week. And, um, so I just told Casey, I was like, you know, I'm totally down with it, but I need my, my time to kind of just have my off season. She was like, yeah, definitely. So in, um, March, in March of 2016, we actually started a prep and then I did junior USA's Um, of 16. And I got second place. And that was my best placement ever. (laughs) So I was like, Casey, you're amazing. I love you. (laughs) I was so glad that I actually decided to work with her.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's when I met you and we got a photo together. And I placed third at that show. And um, and that's where I met Casey.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I remember that like it was yesterday.
0: Yeah. So kind of what was your method to like turning pro? Because I know, you know, you guys kind of took off. And what yeah. was the method? Like, was there a strategy to choosing shows? Or did you guys just go and we do just did up all the shows?
1: Yeah, we just went and did them all. I told Casey, I was like, after placing second at Junior USA's um, in 2016, I was like, dang, Casey, we are close. And she was like, oh, yeah, she's like, definitely. So we decided to do, um, I think we did four, we did five total shows in 2016 before I went pro. Um, so we did uh, Junior Junior Nationals afterwards. And I can't remember my placement. I think it was like third or fourth. And so, um, you know, we were close. I was in top five every, every national show of 2016. And, um, so I did the junior USAs. I got second junior nationals. I got third or fourth. Then I went to Vegas and I got fifth place. And so at that point I was kind of annoyed because I was like fifth, why am I fifth when, you know, I was placing second and third or whatever. (laughs) And so we went to um, North Americans in in Pittsburgh. Casey was actually at that show. She she was with me in Junior U- USA's where I got second, and then she was with me in um, Pittsburgh for North Americans. And you know, I then got my a second again. And so I was like, okay, Casey's my lucky charm. I was like, you have to be at all my shows, Casey. So. um, yeah. So actually after North Americans, I told my husband, I was like, this is my last show because I thought I had already done, you know, junior USA's junior nationals, USA's and the North Americans. So I'd already done four shows and you know, it's, it's expensive to compete. Um, definitely. So I was planning on being done at North Americans. And then when I got second, me and Casey decided, we're like, you know, what, we're going to nationals. And I actually reached out to the head coach Sandy and I was like, I messaged her and I was like, you know, what do you think of my physique? You know, do you, I'm thinking of doing Miami um, Nationals. Do you think that I should, if that's another show I should push for? Because I wasn't sure at this point if I was going to do another show. And Sandy was like, your body gets better and better. You don't look tired and top to GoPro in Miami. And I'm just going to leave it at that is what she told me. <laughs> Wow. so oh. when I got that email I was like no I'm doing it and so you know we decided to go for Miami and that's when I got my pro card um which was absolutely like the highlight of my competing career for sure I know it's so
0: exciting so like after you like turn pro and you know everything happened for you like what was your initial thought
1: honestly I think it didn't hit me for forever. I'm not an emotional person. I don't really cry. Like, I, I know a lot of girls, like, cry in prep or, like, how you know, I'm just not an emotional person. So, like, I honestly, I looked at Casey and I was like, holy crap, I'm a professional. And she was like, you are. And I think I was her first pro that she turned pro. Yeah. Um, so she was actually more emotional than I was just because I'm not an emotional person. But I don't think it hit me for about a month.
0: there's just there's so many girls that like want to turn pro do you recommend that they do the strategy you did which was like hit up all the shows or
1: you know what I do if their body is handling it well for me like with Casey we were able to kind of reverse into shows um I I wasn't, like Sandy said in her email, like I don't look tired. Like my body wasn't tired. I didn't feel tired. I was, you know, obviously prepping is hard. It's supposed to be hard. I was like in a deficit. So of course I'm you know, I'm hungry and stuff, but like, I was, I mean, my food was really high. I was at a good place. Um, I was able to do all these shows and feel pretty good. Like I don't let competing like interfere with my everyday life or anything. Like, so I'm not like, you know, like I'm still living my life. And so I was able to still, you know, do what I needed to do. I was working, you know, and, um, I, w- I just didn't feel run down. So I feel like if you're not, if you're if you're doing it in a sustainable way where you are looking over your health first, like health should be number one. So I feel like as long as you're taking care of your health, like I was lean enough and like in between North Americans and uh, Miami when I got my pro card, we actually reverse dieted. I remember, I mean, I had two treat meals every single week um, with pretty high macros in between. So it was just like once you get stage lean, I feel like if you can kind of, like, get your calories back up and just, like, make your body happy for a second, and then you can pull back a little bit more to get leaner for the next show. So as long as you have a good approach with it, I feel like you can compete in multiple shows and do well.
0: After you turned pro, did you originally, like, want to dive into your pro debut, or did you? No. (laughs) No.
1: No, after doing, like, five back-to-back shows, I knew when after going pro, I was like, no, I need an off-season. Like, I just needed it for mentally. Like, physically, I felt like I was kind of fine. Like, because, like I said, my calories weren't bad or whatever. Um, I stayed pretty lean uh, for a couple months afterwards. um, And, like, I was in a good place. But I did need that mental break. So I did. I actually took two years off. Um, I did want to get back on stage after a year, though. Um, It just wasn't in the cards for me, like it didn't work out um, where I was able to. So it did take me two years before I did my pro debut, which was March of this year of 2019. So but after honestly, After taking such a long off-season, it was like a two-year, two-year, over two-year off-season. It was extremely difficult for me to get back to dieting. Because for two years, I didn't diet. Like, obviously, I had my staple foods and I... I, I live this lifestyle. Like I told you, like I go to the gym six days a week. I do my cardio, I eat healthy, but I also, you know, went out to eat with my family two or three times a, a week. I, I was, you know, I was, I think I was around 15 pounds over stage weight. So I kept it a, like, you know, 15 pounds. I felt like I was comfortable. I didn't feel, you know, like, you know how sometimes after you compete, you feel kind of fluffy or whatever. Like I was in a good place. I felt like I was in a good place, but I was enjoying my life and I was enjoying eating. And so it was a, big transition for me to go back into a prep. Um, and it was hard, not going to lie. It was very hard to, um, go back to dieting. Um, but I did and I got lean. Um, but honestly, I feel like I didn't give it a hundred percent earlier this year. I did three pro shows. I did my pro debut, um, at Aiken, the clash Aiken, South Carolina. So I did my pro debut and then I did two other shows as well. Back to back, um, right after, you know, that was, I think, one in March and two in April of this year. So like, it was pretty back to back and I, I had to diet pretty hard. This is the first time I, I think coming off of such a long off season, my body was loving it. My body was loving the extra, the extra fat, the fuel. It was, it was in a good place. So I feel like it was really hard for me to, to kind of shred back down. Um, where now after like, you know, competing, in March and April, like I've taken an off season. Now I've been in off season since mid April. Um, I actually started like a little cut this week actually, and my body's responding like really well. And I don't plan on stepping on stage again until 2020. But what I, what I do want to do is prep my body because I don't want it to be like a shock. Like I feel like it was a shock last time because I was off season for two years. And then boom, I was dieting, dieting, I was counting macros, I was doing cardio and more cardio. And it was just like, it was just harder. So I feel like now starting my little cut this week, and I plan on just doing a slow, very slow cut into January. And My hopes where I'm at right now is about 16 pounds above stage weight. My hopes is that come, you know, November, December, I will be closer to like, you know, eight or nine pounds. And then January, I'll just be able to like hit it pretty hard. And it won't be so dramatic of dieting. It'll be gradually. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if that even makes sense, but...
0: You know, it's so interesting because, especially for you, because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how do you, like, maintain only 15 pounds of boat? Like, you you say that, like, oh, that's not, you know, like, for me, I think 15 pounds is a really, really good place to, to be, especially if you're someone who likes to eat. Like, you do like to eat. Like, if you ever go to your stories, like, you'll actually enjoy yourself. You're not you know, pretending or anything like that, but you're also able to maintain, you know, 15 pounds above stage weight. And I think that's mm-hmm. awesome. I think, do you think that has to do with the fact that you've always basically, for the most part, counted macros and do your shows?
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely think so. Because honestly, I feel like I am my fitness pal. <laughs> like, I honestly, like, when I don't track in my off season, which I am tracking right now, like I said, because I'm trying to do a little mini cut. But when I don't track, Like, I'm still tracking in my head. I can't help it. It's just in me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, just years of tracking macros and stuff. Like, I'm aware of where I'm at. And, you know, four or five days out of the week, I'm going to try to be under 2,000 calories just because that's where I want to be is where I feel comfortable at. And then I'll have two days a week where I'll have maybe 3000 calories. I'll go out to barbecue with my family or Cracker Barrel or, you know, sushi or whatever. Like I, I indulge in those foods and I feel like it boosts your metabolism to do so.
0: Oh, definitely. And, and also like, when you decided that you were going to take some time off and that time off kind of, you know, ended up being a little longer than you thought, like why do you think you continued to like start and then restart? Like, why do you think that that kind of happened?
1: Um, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Like I, my body was just, I was used to it responding really quickly. Um, and so for me, like, I would, I told Casey, like, I think it was 2018. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to do my pro debut. And she was like, okay, let's do it. So we, you know, we had macros and, you know, my body just wasn't moving like it, like it should, like it normally has in the past. So, you know, I was just like, I don't know. I feel like this is a sign. Maybe I just need to like, listen to my body. It's not, you know, we were pushing pretty aggressively and my body just was very happy with 132. I feel my body is, Very happy at 132 at all times, (laughs) so it just wasn't wanting to. I was doing a lot of cardio and I was dieting pretty hardcore, and it wasn't really budging. And I was just like, you know what? I think I just might need some more time. In case he was totally agreeant with that, she was like, yeah, let's. I mean, let's listen to your body. And so that's kind of what we did. We, you know, just listened to my body, and uh, and then it was, you know, I felt like it was a really good time um, to start a prep in January of this year and my body responded pretty well. So that was really good. That's
0: awesome. I think a lot of people kind of, they have either like kind of what, what happened to you? Like they start prep and then, you know, it doesn't go as planned and their body's still, you know, not ready. And then other yeah. people start prep and then they just like stop. And then they try to do it again. Like, what do you think holds people back from actually like doing the prep?
1: Um, I don't, maybe if you're not seeing the results that you want to see, Which I feel like a lot of times you can just kind of push. You can just keep pushing your body if you're not seeing the results. But then again, you have to listen to your body too. If your body's like fighting you, I feel like don't fight. Why would you fight your body? If your body's like, if you're trying to like lose the body fat and you're at like 1200 calories and it's not, you're not losing body fat, then there's something wrong. Like your body, you know what I'm saying? Like if if you're at 1200 calories and you're, you're doing cardio and you should be losing body fat and you're not, then I just, for me, that's what happened. And it was just to where I told Casey, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to my body and it's just not ready. And so we waited a couple months and then I don't know, it just, something clicked and it, you know, it went good. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that, you know, you listened to your body and that everything kind of happened the way it needed to. And I know you mentioned, like, you felt like I thought you were killing it. So I was kind of surprised to hear that you said that you felt like you weren't 100%. And why do you feel that you weren't 100% in, in the beginning?
1: Oh, for this for this prep in 19, 2019. Yeah. So um, I was I was killing it. I feel like I was pushing my body hard. I was doing a lot of cardio. um, I was following my macros. They were low, but I was doing it and I got stage lean, but I feel like I wasn't as state like, okay. Honestly, for my pro shows, it was my best look I've ever brought. Like I, especially the indie show, the indie pro show. I was so proud of my physique because it was my best. It just was, but I feel like my heart wasn't in it. You know what I mean? Like I would have a little, like a little extra tablespoon of peanut butter here and there or something, you know, like I, I was, I was in it, but I wasn't a hundred percent in it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Why do you think that you weren't? Do you think it was something like, you know, externally, or do you think it was something more internally?
1: I feel like for me, my fire wasn't lit. Like I was so ready to make my debut. Like I was so excited to make my, my pro debut, um, that, like, I feel like I might have let just, like, outside factors make it for me, if you know what I mean. Like, I kind of felt like, oh, I had to make my pro debut, like, because everybody wanted me to, you know what I mean? And so, I did it, and I, I mean, it was great. I had such a fun time um, on stage and stuff, but it just wasn't the physique that I know I can bring. And so, now, I have a fire lit in me right now that I have not had lit since 2016. Like, it, I know without a shadow of a doubt, when I step back on stage next year, which will be early next year, I know that my glutes are going to be lean enough. I know that my hamstrings are going to be lean enough. I know that I'm going to be bringing a winning package. Like I just, I feel it in my heart and in my soul, just because I have that fire lit. And I was lacking that fire earlier this year, I just kind of was going through the motions. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I didn't care if I won. I didn't care if I got top call out. I was just doing my pro debut. I just wanted to get on stage at that point where now I have like, I want to place top five. Like I'm not going to just step on stage. Like I was earlier this year. Like I'm going to, I'm going for a top placement. Like I'm, I'm ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. where before I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I don't think it was just for me. I just, I didn't know what the pro circuit was about at all earlier this year. I just wanted to, kind of see where I measured up. I wanted to just get on stage with pros. Like there was no, I didn't, I didn't think in my head, like I want top five. Like I never thought that. I guess I didn't give myself enough credit earlier this year. Like I said, my heart wasn't in it. I just wanted to step on stage and prove to myself that I that I could be on the pro stage. So after doing so and, you know, seeing where I measured up, I know, you know, my upper body, is what my feedback was. My upper body needed to be a little bit, um, bigger, which is kind of crazy because for two years I worked on my lower body. <laughs> oh, so it, I know it sucks so bad. Cause if I, like, I just didn't know, cause I never stepped on a pro stage. I didn't know what I needed to improve on. Um, and so after stepping on the pro stage, you know, I, I realized, well, shoot, I've been working my lower body for two years, you know, like, and so ever since April, of this year, I've been hitting my upper body, uh, four,
0: four days a week, four days a
1: week. Yeah. Pretty hard. Like back twice, shoulders twice. And then I'll do like biceps and triceps with those workouts, and then I do legs twice. So I'm just like, honestly, I I'm doing things I've never done before um, to prepare for 2020 because I do want to be competitive. Um, where before, like I didn't have that urge to be competitive. Like I would just wanted to, I just wanted to step on stage. I just wanted to step on stage as a pro. Like I was like, I'm a pro. Like let me step on stage and see where you know where I stand. And so now that I know that my upper body needed to kind of grow, my back and everything. I've been like supplementing creatine, which I've never taken creatine before. And I've noticed a pretty big difference with taking creatine. And then also I have been, um, prioritizing my carb pre and post workout, which I've never done before. I used to train fasted and then I would go a couple hours without eating. Like I just kind of, you know, I didn't prioritize my, my timing with food. And now I really am because I'm like, I have this goal of, bringing a big upper body and you know like I want to grow as much as possible in you know a couple months and so I'm just pushing really hard and so I'm-
0: exactly how how exactly are you prioritizing your uh, nutrition timing so what do you eat pre and what do you post workout
1: so I am making sure that I get a good pre um pre-carb I'm doing usually around 30 grams of carbs um pre-workout And then I was doing like inter-workout carbs, which, you know, is just having like a a fast digesting carb while you work out. But I actually just recently kind of stopped that just because I'm doing so many carbs pre and post and I started a cut. So now I'm just doing, you know, making sure I get 30 grams pre and then I've actually been doing about 50 grams post-workout, 50 grams of carbs post-workout. Yeah. So, and then taking creatine as well. I'm just, and I'm, you know, pushing as heavy as I can and trying to, trying to just grow my, you know, my back and my shoulders and just be, you know, competitive. I want it. I want that. Like, you know what I mean?
0: What do you think kind of lit that fire in you? Because I know everybody talks about motivation and lack of and what they can do to get that fire back, Um, you know, especially, like, after after you compete, a lot of times that fire kind of goes away.
1: Right, right. So yeah. what do you think
0: kind of lit that fire in you? So
1: uh, earlier this year, like I said, like, I just didn't have that fire. I was just excited to step on stage and, you know, and then the third show I did – um, you know, I didn't get any top call outs in the, on the pro circuit, obviously, because like my physique wasn't quite there. I wasn't lean enough. Um, just seeing, seeing the pro circuit and the pro girls, like I was just like, you know what, I think I can, I can get on that level. It's just gonna, I'm just going to need some time. I'm going to need a lot of time because for me personally, like I'm a natural athlete, so I don't take any like enhanced, enhancer drugs or whatever that are out there. Um, so for me, I just need time, which is why I'm starting now for 2020. I mean, it's August, you know, and I'm already going to go ahead and start because I think I just need that time to, to get lean enough, but you know, lighting that fire, I don't, I guess it was just not doing well because I've been used to doing well. Like I've always gotten regionally. I've always placed first. I've never placed anything less than first. Um, nationally, I've always had a call out. I've never got a not I've never not had a call out in a national show. So just being in the pro league um and not having a call out, like it was just it was just like, you know what? I think I do want this. And I just and it just lit that fire and I was like, you know, it's it's time for me to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's so important to actually like just admit it to yourself, you know, say it out loud and just kinda commit. It just it just brings it more into real life and then you can take actionable steps in order to achieve it, which is extremely important. <laughs>
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. So you did like a couple of shows. So you
0: did like three shows, which is amazing. When mm-hmm. did you know it was time to take a break?
1: Okay, so I did The Clash, which was my um, debut. And it was really local. My family was there, which was super special to me because they were only at the first two shows that I did um, in 2013. So they hadn't seen me compete until um, when March of this year. So it was really fun having them there. Um, and then I did it wasn't the indie show. What was the next show? Hold on. I got to think. Oh my God. I can't remember. That's horrible. Oh, St. Louis. Okay. So I did the indie show and I did horrible. Like I got last call outs in the indie show. And then I went to St. Louis. Um, and my feedback was just a bigger upper body and, you know, tighter glutes. And, you know, I talked to Casey and I was like, you know, we can bring tighter glutes, obviously. And I did bring my legs down from my first show in April to, um, or in March to April, we did bring my legs down, which was nice. Um, so I did wind up the third show that I did. Um, St. Louis was my best package I had ever brought two stage period. Um, so I was super proud of that. Um, but my feedback was a bigger upper body. And so like, I'm not going to get a bigger upper body in, in a prep. Like, why would I continue to compete if, I'm not if I'm going to come continue to place the same you know what I mean yeah so I was just wanting like I told Casey I was like you know what I'm just going to take this off season and I'm going to push really freaking hard and I'm going to bring it and in 2020 it's going down and you know she agreed and that's what we're doing and I honestly think that I'm going to bring something totally different next year like, I'm, I'm just so excited. I have, I tell everybody, I'm like, I have sage fever. Like, I'm dying to be back on stage, but I know that my physique is not quite ready to be back on stage.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: So mm-hmm. what made you
0: want to coach for Team Boss Bodies?
1: Um, I just, you know, I coached a couple for probably about a year before, um, before, before knowing Casey, I just coached some local girls and some, um, girls online and it was just fun. It was a little hobby I did on the side. Um, and then I kind of got away from that just cause I stopped competing for, you know, <laughs> a while. But then, uh, Casey branched off and started team boss bodies. And I told her, I was like, you know, if you, if you need help, I would love to help you. Like, this is like, I love coaching girls. Like, I just feel like coaching girls to be their better self And to help them find balance and to enjoy the process is my favorite thing. Like, I absolutely love it. I love getting messages. Like, you have, like, transformed my mindset. Like, I get that all the time. And, like, it's just so rewarding. It's just such a rewarding thing for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's amazing and obviously like we love, you know, having you as a coach and I always call, I always tell everyone that you're like the macro queen. So like if they want to learn how to do macros, then they should definitely work with you. Like how exactly do you introduce your clients into macros?
1: So kind of like what we spoke earlier, I tell them, you know, you have your staple foods. Um, you know, you want to have, you know, lean meat, you want to have a a healthy carb and some vegetables, you know, for lunch and for dinner. And then, you know, your breakfast, your egg whites or whatever lean protein you want and a good carb source. Um, I really tell them the 80, 20 rule, 80% whole foods, just because of overall health, you want to be healthy. Like that's why we're in this industry. That's why we do this is to be healthy. I mean, you want to feel your best. So, you know, I just kind of tell them the 80, 20 approach and then to go ahead and pre plan, because I feel like macros and the meal plan, I feel like it's the same thing, except for with macros, you kind of just choose your meal plan. So like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like a meal plan can be so redundant where it's just like, you're kind of bored with it, blah, blah, blah. But when you're doing macros, you're setting your meal plan for each week is what I, what I kind of tell my girls, like, you know. If you want to have shrimp, you know, make shrimp for dinner every night or whatever. Like, just set your own meal plan. Make sure your macros are on point each day. And then, you know, next week, you may want to have ground beef. And then definitely, you know, key that in. And, you know, it's just, it's just, I feel like it's more sustainable than a meal plan because you're not going to be bored with it. You can, you can change your moods. It's okay to have like a beef or a shrimp or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I just think that there's, there's, There's something that's
0: just so special about you though, Beth, because I feel like you have such a high retention, like girls want to work with you and they stay with you. What do you think it is about you and your teaching methods or your coaching methods that are just so special? Oh,
1: thank you. That makes me feel so good. I do have clients. Like I have a couple girls that I've worked with since the beginning. Um, when did I, I started with boss bodies in seventeen, two thousand seventeen, 2017. And I still have girls that I, I still coach from 2017. Like some of my first top five clients, I'm... they're still with me. And, um, I don't know, honestly, I feel like I'm a, I'm a pretty, like, I guess like balanced and you know, I, I preach balance. Like I want my clients to enjoy the process. Like you don't have to just eat chicken, rice and vegetables. Like, no, you could go have a piece of Godiva chocolate. Like put that in your macros girl. Enjoy it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel, I guess I'm just real. I'm real. If you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna like, I want, I just want my girls to be able to enjoy life because not all of them compete. A lot of them are just lifestyle. And it's just, like, you want to enjoy the process because if you don't enjoy your diet, then you're not going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like if it's something that you enjoy doing, and I just kind of teach, like, balance where, like, you know, if you're going to go out to dinner and say, you're going to go have a burger and fries with your friends Friday night, like that's okay to do. Like we do treat meals sometimes, you know, once a week or twice a week. Um, but like, you'll just eat lighter for the day. Like you may just have like egg whites and you know, oatmeal, like you might not have egg whites in a bagel if you're going to go have a burger that night, you know what I mean? So it's just all about balance and just finding your balance. And I just feel like I help girls kind of do that.
0: What do you think it's been the best part about working and being a part of Team Boss Bodies?
1: Uh, the best part is definitely just changing, changing girls' lives. I have girls all the time message me and say, you have changed my way of thinking with dieting. Like, I actually enjoy this. Like, this is like, it's fun. It's something that it's sustainable. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, just just giving girls confidence they're changing their bodies and they're eating the foods that they love like does it get any better (laughs) yeah that's
0: that's so awesome and like like I said like I always hear really good feedback and like the girls just love you they love working with you I actually have to send a client to you today (laughs) yay Yay, Yay, I, I know. Yeah. I'm really excited. Like she's really excited to work with you. And, you know, I'm really excited because you're going to be at the retreat. And I am. I'm I am. so excited for that to take off because we're going to be having like a pro panel where, you know, we actually answer questions for anyone who's there. So we have all of the pros come up and they answer the questions for the audience. So it's going to be super exciting to like see you there and be with you there and just like be like all in the community and you know, anybody who wants to come is welcome to come. And I'm really excited. Like, it's going to be a blast. Like Ryan Hinton's going to be there now. Which I is saw really that.
1: Cool. Yes.
0: Yeah. So we're going to hopefully bring in like, you know, more people because we don't want it to only be about Boss Bodies. Like, you know, Boss Bodies is just like a name, but you know, it stands for much more than just, you know, just its name, it's a community, you know, and anybody's welcome. So I'm excited. Exactly.
1: Oh, yeah, it's gonna be so much fun. Like, I literally cannot wait. I have a couple clients going as well. And I'm just like, so excited to meet everybody. And like to see my girls like you, Casey, Hannah, I mean, Kiki, oh my god, I hope she's gonna be there. But like, I'm just excited to see everybody. It's gonna be the most fun time. It's gonna be epic. Yeah, definitely. So I know,
0: Your plans are to definitely compete next year, but what is your overall goal? Like, where do you see the sport taking you?
1: Okay. So like I said, last or earlier this year, like my goal was just to step on stage. Like I just wanted to step on stage as a pro. And then I realized, you know, Oh, I, I feel like I want to do well. Like I want to get back on stage as a pro and I want to do top five. So actually my new goal as of recently is I want to go to Olympia. Now I, I want to step on stage as an Olympian. So that is my ultimate goal. Yeah. I'm excited. Hiding. Yeah. And like I said, like with my quote, I mean, where there's a will, there's a way. And I feel like if it's something that I want bad enough, I will achieve it. It may take a couple years, but I I know that I can do whatever I set my mind to do.
0: You definitely can. I'm so excited that you were on today. And we are coming to the Bikini Diaries question. And you can answer this question any which way that you would like. Okay. If there was one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank, dear diary.
1: Oh my, oh my goodness, a confession. I don't, I don't really have a confession other than um, I love to eat. I love food. I love, I just love to eat. So I always joke with my husband. I'm like, I don't know why I chose The sport of bodybuilding because I freaking love food like it's you know what I'm saying so it's just like it's just kind of crazy but I guess I would my confession is I just love to eat and when I'm in prep it's I'm I'm having to like really not eat as much. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Beth, I love you so much. You're so. so (laughs) Oh, so
0: funny! Thank you for your confession. It's so funny because like when people follow you, they'll see like it's all about food.
1: Oh my God. Yes. I'm such a foodie. It's so crazy. I'm such a foodie. Like after, after bodybuilding's said and done, I will travel the world and try restaurants. That's my goal.
0: Yay. <laughs> and if there is one piece of advice that you could give to someone wanting to become a professional in the sport, what would you give them?
1: My advice would be to never give up, which is fitting because I didn't give up. I mean, for four years I pushed, I pushed hard. I mean, Like I said, this is my lifestyle and this is what I do. And, you know, if you want it bad enough, you will get it. You just have to work for it. Nothing worth having comes easy. So just, you know, just work.
0: And if we wanted to find you, where could we go to find you? Maybe work with you? So
1: my Instagram is Beth Hall Fit and um if you wanted to like work with me i would just check out teenbossbodies.com awesome thank you so much for being on today beth yay i'm so glad to be here thank you for having me if you
0: love this episode just as much as i love this episode and you know someone who may love this episode just as much as you and i loved this episode please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today and always remember to never give up on your dreams.